I don't want to count any chickens before they're hatched. I don't want to put any carts before the horses. But you're going to. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think we're I think we're on the fast track to enormous wealth. Like to be billionaires. Yep. I have decided that we are going to get into the NFT business, the non-fungible tokens. Now, this is something I've read a lot about. And here's the thing. The more I read about it, the more confused I get. Yes, me too. Like, usually I read things to like clarify or uh -huh. go down a rabbit hole to make things easier. Yes. Uh, this makes absolutely no sense to me in the same way that I don't get Bitcoin. Right. Like, I understand that people are getting rich from it. I understand that it's a thing. I appreciate that it's a thing. But I have read so much and I still am no better off. Here's, as I understand it, Bitcoin is based on like a value. Like there, there is a finite number of Bitcoin in the world. I don't know what the plural is, right? Mm -hmm. So if you have some of that, you have the value associated with it, depending on how much of it has been found or not found. Like that it's, it's, it's a currency based on scarcity. The NFTs, they are nothing. As far as I can tell, it's, it's nothing, but there are people making a tremendous amount of money off them. There's a guy in Charleston, South Carolina. His name is Beeple. B-E-E-P-L-E. Beeple. Beeple. Okay. He created an NFT artwork thing and just he's a dude. He's an ordinary dude. Like every, like us, like you, me, like everybody listening right now is just, he's a dude, right? Put on his pants one leg at a time. And that was his life. Then he created this NFT, sold for like $69 million. Now he's a person like us and he probably pays somebody to put his pants on for him. So I want to do that. Yeah, I'm still no closer to understanding what the heck I'm, it is. I'm not either. So if anybody knows, I'm going to look up Beeple to see exactly what he sold and how much it went for. I um, Here's the thing, though. You can't call us and then give like a New York Times version. Like I need explain it like you're explaining it to a kindergartner. If you know how to do that, that's who I want to hear from. Yeah. Uh, Beeple is 40 years old. Um, and... He, so his real name is Mike Winkleman. Um, <laughs> People's a lot cooler. True story. Okay. And he sold a collage of images. He's an artist. So he's a legit artist, mm -hmm. but he sold a digital collage of images from one of his art series or whatever they're called in March of this year for 69 million, 400,000. To one person? He sold it through Christie's, like the the auction house that does like, you know, relics from the Titanic and Rembrandts and, you know, all those things. But it's not a piece of art. Nope. It's an NFT. So if somebody knows how to go about this, I've already got my campaign. I want to do a series of NFTs that are all, that are weaponized hamsters. Like I want to maximize this. And you think that someone would pay $69 million? You know what? For that? You know what they, you know what somebody will pay zero for? Nothing. 
So I got to put something out there. Mm, okay. And if something, and if somebody comes across it, 69 million bucks, you know what we do? We, we, we take a bunch of it and that funds Ellie and Ellie's kids and Ellie's kids, kids and Ellie's kids, kids. And then we take some of it and we just divide it up behind between all the advisory board members. Okay. Cause that's how much money we'll have. It'll Got be like it, yeah. Oprah Winfrey. It'll be like, you get a quarter million and you get a quarter million and you get a quarter million or whatever it works out to be. We'll have a big old party. Sounds good to me. All right. So we well, just got to figure out exactly what an NFT is and how to do it. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I'm grateful for all the lovely parks that are near our house. We discovered a new one yesterday. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for family dinners. I got mom shamed yesterday. You did? By someone that I know. You did? Who? Do yeah. I need, do I need to beat them up? Do I know them? Was well, it me? Wait, was it me? No, it was not you. I want to say this delicately, but I posted a, like we all know, if you've been listening to the show for a little bit, that I struggle with like super um, like disordered eating thoughts and like bad food and good food and just food. I think about food all the time in a really unhealthy way. So I'm trying to change that for my daughter. So I've been like listening to things, reading things, trying to educate myself, trying to dig myself out of the disordered eating hole that I live in, right? I thought if, if you're, if the comment was on the post about putting a little bit of a cupcake on her dinner plate mm-hmm. or her lunch plate, whatever it was. I saw that and I I was like, that's actually really, that's very smart. Like, so, I, I don't think that's your idea. That's from somebody else, right? No, it's not mine. It's from the Meaningful Living podcast. And there are multiple people that do this, like Kids Eating Color on um, Instagram is another one. And basically they say like kids are intuitive eaters. So if you just let them do their thing without putting your own like, food values on them, right? Um, then they will make decisions based on what they need, whatever. So the idea that I heard on Meaningful Living was you put everything on their little plate, including a little bit of what we would consider like dessert or like a treat or a special treat, you and I would call it. Yeah. But instead of saying, oh, and if you eat all of this, you get a special treat or whatever, um, just instead of making it a big deal, you just plop it on their plate like it's not a big deal. And then they can choose to eat it or they can choose not to eat it. And it's not a big deal either way. And it's so, not like a huge deal. Um, it's not like special. It, if they eat it first. Not then, a big deal. Then so be it. It's whatever. If they save it for, yeah. I, I, you know what? That I really, before, yeah. What were you going to say? No. Well, same. I was just, no, I was going to say this. It's about the mom shaming, but I really like that because- I would like to do something like that with soft drinks because I knew a kid growing up whose parents, like, I think the only thing that they had in their house was, you know, milk, water, and juice. Mm-hmm. So when this guy got around to Coca-Cola, he was like 11 Pounding gallons them. of, you know, like we go to the movies, he'd suck that thing down four times. You yeah, know? it just wasn't a big deal. Right. But but I think we just grew up having 
soda. I hate to say it because we live in Atlanta now, but we were a Pepsi fan. I know. It hurts. I know. But but it was just there, and it wasn't a big deal to have it or not have it. You know what I mean? It was just there. Well, I think in general, a lot of people, and this is like my personal experience, not for everyone, but like- when I restrict things, then there's usually like a binge that comes with it. You know what I mean? Like you want it more. Like that's all you can think about. If you're like, I am done with this, then you just want it really bad. And that's the joke with kids anyways, isn't it? Like the number one way if if Ellie, if we didn't want Ellie to date someone. Yeah. Would be to say, don't date that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She'd be like, watch this. Right. And then like so, marry him. Well. That escalated quickly from uh, yeah, they did escalate quickly from a so, half a cupcake <laughs> on a dinner plate to marrying. Ellie oh, it off. wasn't even a half. I so I had her a little dinner and I was really proud of myself. And she had like I cut off like a little sliver of it and just threw it on her plate to start doing that. It's and, birthday week, and well, not even see you just did it. What? You're like it's birthday week, so it's special. Well, we. Oh, no. My point was we normally don't have fresh baked cupcakes oh, yeah, no. sitting around the house. <laughs> like I'm saying you could do it again, but it would be like an Oreo cookie or something. It's not going to be a baked good yeah. every time. Yeah, yeah, So I put that on your plate. I take a picture of it. And then someone that I know sent me a message that said, that is a huge piece of cake. That is something that I would eat like as an adult, I tell my child's daycare never to give them sugar. This is too much. And I was like, I wanna, okay, so I my, know who it was. So my first instinct was to just be super mad, right? Do, do I know them? No. Oh. Um, my first instinct was to be like super mad because I got immediately defensive. I did not write back because I have learned to not respond when I'm irritated like that, but I did read it right before I went to bed two nights ago. Yeah. Like Sunday night. So I was like, oh, and then I felt like I had a pit in my stomach and I'm like, oh my gosh. Then I woke up the next morning and I was like, okay, let me try to reframe this for myself. Cause yes, that really did irritate me. However, I think that is more reflective of like, obviously she has, you know what I mean? Like her own thing going on. And it wasn't about me and the cupcake. It was like about her own relationship with food, you know? Uh, yeah. So yeah. I was like that actually, cause you know, like a year ago, two years ago, six months ago, I don't know. I, I probably would have thought the same thing that she typed out of like, Oh my gosh, you're giving, giving a kid sugar, but you know, like in a really judgy way, because I do that to myself. You know what I mean? Whenever you see a picture of a, of a toddler, which I'm surprised that she made this remark because you said she has kids, mm-hmm. right? Whenever you see a picture of a toddler with food in front of them, know that only 25% of that food is actually going to get in their belly. <laughs> right. So if it's you- on the floor. If you gave her a full-size adult full cupcake, then three-quarters of a full-size adult full cupcake would have gone to the dogs. Yeah. So- Yeah. So I was kind of, I was like proud of myself for, you know, like trying to, you know, make an active um, decision to, you know, be cool with Ellie and sweets and make it not a big deal as it is to me. And then I was proud of myself for not responding. And then I was proud of myself for being like, you know what? This isn't about me. Yeah. Like this is totally not about me. And here's the thing is I just feel like, you know, if you're feeding your kid, good for you. You know what I mean? Like there are a lot of kids that don't have food and, and it's a problem. So I feel like if you're feeding your kid, 
Thumbs up. Good for you. You're doing great. I owe Ellie one 10K race. And Jeff, I totally forgot. I didn't. How do you feel? Not ready for a 10K. Do you feel guilty? Yes. But I'm still going to do it. It's not going to, I'm not going to be able, I'm certainly not going to be able to run the whole thing. I'll be shocked if I'm even able to run half, but I'm still going to do it. And I really, um, yeah, I don't, it's not that I feel, it's just self-disappointment. It's the cycle of like, all right, now's the time to start eating healthy. I just, I truly don't understand how people do it. And I don't mean this to be like a woe is me, like my life is so busy. Oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed type of thing. I mean it as a compliment to the people who can do it all. Mm-hmm. Like who I, who have jobs and kids and work out, but then also are, you know, going and hanging out with their kids and, and, you know, and, or I'm sorry, going and hanging out with friends and all of that stuff. I'm to me, that is incredible because I think my personality is just hyper-focused all or nothing in on one thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I do, and I a hundred percent think that Ellie helped it, but she was just able to divide it. Like I still, I need to keep dividing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, well, I want to correct one thing you said because no one can do it all, even if it seems like they can. And the person that's up doing their workouts and, you know, super early or the person you see running while you're on your way to Starbucks or whatever may have gotten one hour less of sleep or, you know what I mean? Like but they make it work. No, I, I do believe, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think. No, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying I don't want to, I don't want you to think that people have it all because they don't like you have to sacrifice things in order to have other things. And you just have to decide what the priorities are. You know what I mean? I so know, like, but I think we also need, I, I, I think there are people and we know people who can piece it all together and make it work. Like, I'm not like, I don't, I don't want to put those people down for the sake of making me feel better. I have mad respect for those people. Oh, I don't think that you are. Okay. I don't think, but I I don't want to, I feel, I kind of feel bad that every time people are like, don't believe the pictures that you see on the internet. Everybody's got a struggle. I do believe there are some people who have the self-discipline and the calendar management and the time management Mm -hmm. to just make it happen and write a book. I will buy it. Start a mastermind group. I will attend it. Do an online course. I will go to, well, I won't do any of that because I don't have the time, but (laughs) I, I have mad respect for those people. Yeah. You know, and Mm -hmm. so anyways, back to the 10K, I will do it. I promised her, you know, that I would do it in her birthday month, but I really, to, to what you said about like the priorities and stuff, one priority for me is like, I would really like, I really do like running. I do enjoy it. You like biking too, right? Yeah. And cycling. And I would love to, I would love that for that to be a thing that I share with Ellie, mm-hmm. but I just have to start doing it. So I have to, like, I, I just have to repriority, you know, 
make it a priority because I'll be so bummed if this, if, if I don't pick up running again and it becomes years Mm -hmm. and then it's not something that we can do like from the very beginning. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So anyways, I do owe her a 10 K I will deliver it, um, this month. And Oh, you're going to try to do it this month. Yeah, I'm going to do it in her birthday month. But like I said, even if I have to walk or crawl the whole thing, I'm going to do it. Gotcha. I'm just not going to be able to – my goal was to run the whole thing. Mm. Not going to be able to do that. I would like – Jeff Dollar, there is a post-it. Don't pick it up yet. Okay, sorry. Okay, leave it there. There's a post-it that I put next to Jeff because I feel like we all have our favorite pen. Oh, yeah. Like, it's the pen that your handwriting looks the best. Yep. It never fails yet. It is your number one pen. I have that if, pen. If you work in an office, it's the one you don't loan out when somebody comes by your desk. Even if they're, like, holding the thing that they need to sign and well, they say, and can I use that pen? You're like, no. What's awkward is when someone, like, goes to grab it and they're like, can I just use this pen? And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> Please don't. It's the last one. I haven't yeah. ordered office supplies. Um, so I love my favorite pen. Jeff loves his. I was so impressed because the other day I was outside by our mailbox and I had to leave a note. It was months ago to our mail person about like a key issue or whatever. And sometimes I'm not always around when they're here. So I wrote them a little post-it. It was a blue post-it and I wrote them a note and I stuck it in the mailbox. And then, you know, the next day or whatever, it was gone. I looked down last week. There is the post-it. The post-it and I see a little bit of my handwriting on it. So I go to pick it up because trash, you know, I didn't mean for it to wind up outside. It has been weathering the elements for two months. Now, it is no longer blue, but Jeff Dollar, I would like you to take a look. It's on the underside of that one. Yeah. Oh, this is blue? That was blue, but look at the pen. That is nearly perfect. We couldn't get the key to work (laughs) to get our package. Would you be able to help? Thank you. But that, I mean, that if that's not a pen endorsement, like an advertisement, I, I don't know what else is. This, are you sure this is too, are you, sh- how do you know it was blue? Because I remember writing the note. This looks like you wrote it yesterday on a white post-it. Thank you. So, I feel like I need to mail this to the pen company and be like, please, I will, I will market your product. These are our tool pens, right? Yeah. T-U-L. 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 Tool, Tull. They sell them on Amazon. It's T-U-L. Um, we get the wider point ones. I think they're the medium. But Callie likes one color handle and I like the other. It's not about the handle. You the think? The ink's different. Yeah. The ink's like darker in the handle that I like. Like the one that I have, like the little um, gripper or whatever, has like indentations in it. Is it black or gray? It's darker. This one's black. Yours is gray. The one, yeah. So you like the black ones. I like the black ones. To me, there's no difference between the two, but. um, How can you even say that? (laughs) They're totally different. Anyways, if you're looking for a good pen, I know this is like a weird segment, but I was like, people who love office supplies will appreciate this so much. So I like picked up the post-it and I have had it on my desk for a couple days, meaning to show Jeff. And the pen is tool T U. L. 
When I say Warby Parker, you probably think about eyeglasses. Maybe you even had some of their very fashionable frames delivered to your house to do a try-on and maybe even bought a pair of Warby Parker glasses. But I want you to change up your thinking because Warby Parker is actually a whole new concept in eyewear. They're founded with a rebellious spirit and a lofty goal to create boutique quality eyewear at a revolutionary price. But now they not only offer eyeglasses and sunglasses, but they've also got contact lenses and eye exams. Warby Parker committed to providing exceptional vision care online and in stores. Now, here's the deal. Your FSA and HSA dollars could go to waste if you don't use them by the end of the year. You can use them on Warby Parker prescription glasses, prescription sunglasses contact lenses, and eye exams. And you can save money on that too, especially with the contact lenses. Go to warbyparker.com slash upside and you'll get 15% off your first order of contacts. These are the same contacts that you would get at your eye doctor or wherever you normally get them like AccuView and Biofinity, but you're going to save 15% because you're an upside listener. Go to warbyparker.com slash upside to save 15% off off your first order of contact lenses from Warby Parker and the upside with Callie and Jeff. Jeff and I sat down last weekend to talk about our credit card balances as we start shopping for the holidays. And my head was spinning looking at our credit cards because we have a couple and they all have different interest rates. If your head spins when you think about your credit cards, I've got a solution that maybe you haven't thought of. Consolidate your high interest credit card balances to a lower rate and save with Lightstream. Lightstream offers credit card consolidation loans with rates starting at 4.98% APR with auto pay and excellent credit, which is much much lower than the national average interest on credit cards of over 19% APR. Plus, your rate is fixed, so as rates continue to rise, your low rate won't budge. Just for our listeners, apply now to get a special interest rate discount and save even more. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash upside. L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash upside. Subject to credit approval, rates range from 4.98% APR to 19.99% APR and include a 0.50% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit livestream.com slash upside for more information. Who does not have great memories of sitting at the breakfast table eating a delicious bowl of very unhealthy cereal? As we grow up and get wiser, we realize that maybe cereal every morning isn't the best way to start your day. But... Those people who are thinking that haven't heard about Magic Spoon. Magic Spoon has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. It's only 140 calories per serving. Gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and keto-friendly. Here's the best part. It's delicious. It's going to remind you of that delicious cereal that you had growing up. You can build a custom bundle with co Cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies and cream, and maple waffle cereal all bundled together, and you get it delivered right to your doorstep. If you go to magicspoon.com slash upside and grab a custom bundle of cereal, try it today, and be sure to use code UPSIDE at checkout. Save five bucks off your order. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product that they back it with a 100% happiness guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. 
Get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash upside and use the code upside to save $5 off. Save me a bowl of cookies and cream. That's my favorite. And thank you to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. Here are my three random things brought to you by Brown & Company Jewelers. Number one, Callie, this one is just for you. Remember last week, I think, you said that you feel better about working out if you can see yourself in a mirror? Yes. Okay, Uh, this is for you. Gazing in a mirror can make you feel better, according to Japanese scientists. They said that when you recognize your reflection, your brain actually releases dopamine, which is also known as the feel-good hormone. And this neurotransmitter helps stimulate motivation and feelings of reward. Oh, okay. So, so it was a thing. Yeah. And we did get a couple of voicemails, people who were like, I never noticed that, but I like working out in front of a mirror too. It's so weird. And I also think it has a little to do with balance. Like I do a lot of like Pilates and yoga, which are like a lot of them are, you know, balance related. Like Uh you have to use your balance. And I find that I can balance better when I'm looking at myself. Uh, number two of my three random things today, um, a massage company actually did this survey. They surveyed a bunch of their customers to ask them, uh, what makes them feel the most out of shape? What type of, of exercise makes them feel the most out of shape? Would you like to guess what the number one answer is? Swimming. I'm totally in this category. Swimming? Nope. It's not really an official exercise. Oh, okay. It's just an activity. What activity makes them feel most out of shape? Walking up the stairs. Yep. <laughs> I do that. Our little office, um, what's it called? Like the co-working space mm-hmm. that we have is, oh my God. <laughs> Sadie. <laughs> All the noises you hear in the background, you might think that we're dog sitting for 60 puppies. <laughs> we have been trying to record this this whole time, ignoring the dog sounds. And Sadie has a cone on and has decided her ear itches. So for the past like 10 minutes, she's been walking around the house trying to scratch her head on different things. And she just walked in front of Jeff, sat in front of him and started pawing at her cone. For And she, I think she has to wear the cone for at least the rest of this week. Yeah. But she, she hasn't really gotten the hang of it <laughs> spatially. <laughs> So she just keeps banging into stuff. And for whatever reason, she's been very mobile during this episode. So we apologize. I will say it was very funny (laughs) that yesterday when we came home, um, I put Ellie on the floor. And so, of course, Sadie had to walk up and sniff her and make sure it's the same baby that we left with. Right. That's the routine. Um, But because she had the cone on, it looked like she was vacuuming the baby up. (laughs) She just put her head over Ellie and like Ellie's whole head disappeared in the cone. Very funny. Okay. So anyways, uh, if you get winded walking up a flight of stairs, I was going to say the place that we go, like our co-working space Mm -hmm. has, it's one, it's on the second floor, but it's like a long staircase. It's like two flights of stairs. Yeah. Yeah. And I always, I'm like, when I get to the top of the stairs, I'm like, God, I hope nobody's standing here who wants to talk to me because I'm going to be winded for about 60 seconds. (laughs) Then you got to pretend that you're not really winded. Like You have to do the awkward, like. So good to see you. (laughs) My third random thing is one in seven people might be affected by something called sleep drunkenness disorder. Sleep drunkenness disorder, SDD, occurs early in the morning. Uh, It involves severe confusion upon wakening way more 
than typical morning grogginess and or inappropriate behavior. Uh, that means you're going to do not like nasty, gross, inappropriate behavior, um, but things like answering the phone instead of turning on the alarm. Have you ever been? I've done that before, but I always chalk it up to like. I have never done that. I have like the alarms going off and for whatever reason, like I'll get up and unplug the Alexa speaker or something. Uh, okay. Those are my three random things. We were at a restaurant the other day and I, because I am a new mom and you know, germs, I have gotten in the habit of like Lysoling stuff down. But we haven't really gone to like many restaurants. Well, or it's not Lysoling the stuff down. She has this little travel packet of like counter wipes. And so she she's not bringing a can of Lysol no, 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 and, like, <laughs> and spraying the room. She just has like wipes because Ellie, when she eats with her, like food just, just goes all over and then she picks it up and eats it again. Yeah. Like so. everything that Ellie touches, she wants to put in her mouth. And like usually I bring a placemat, but we weren't planning on going out to dinner. It was kind of like a spur of the moment thing. And I always have Lysol wipes on me because, you know, pandemic, whatever. So um, I went to go wipe down like her little, the area around Ellie. And I was putting the Lysol wipe away and realized that there was so much dirt on it. And I really just wish that I hadn't seen that because the table looked clean. I mean, I saw like the woman clean, like I saw it being cleaned. There was so much dirt on the table and I really wish I could unsee it, but I couldn't. So the whole meal, I was like, uh, you know what I think is funny about that is you're attributing it to being like a little bit of a germaphobe and you know, Ellie touching everything. I would be willing to bet that there are parents listening of multiple children who are like, oh no, that's just because it's your first kid. Like well, by the time it's your third kid, you're like, hey, why don't we set the kids on the floor of the bathroom of this place and we'll just throw some food in on the floor and then we can have a solo grown up Maybe. Dinner. However, I have explained before, I have this weird things where like, where like once I can see germs, like I can't unsee it. Like if I'm in a bathroom and I think about the germs, like, oh my gosh, I'm such a weirdo. But like, if I think about the germs leaving the toilet and like where they go, I can almost like visually see it and it grosses me out. The same thing of like, you know, if I like just wash my hands and then someone goes to shake my hand and I'm like about to eat or something, all I can think about is all their germs on my hand. Really? Yes. I can like see the germs. So that's the thing. Is Has like, that been an all time thing or is that, oh, a, no, is yeah, that a recent? All, oh, no, no. It's that's been not, years. that's not like a side effect of the past two years. That's no. like a, that's a Cali, crazy Cali from everything. Yeah. Huh, yeah. I never knew that about so you. So it's kind of like I can see. And it's only when I'm actively thinking about it. Like I don't go through my life generally thinking about things. But, you know, like I walked into work yesterday and I watched someone open the door and then I'm just like, oh, my God, I don't want to have to touch the door. I'm a weirdo. But I'm a weirdo. Uh, did, was the what like open the bathroom door or just open a like open your office a door. door? Yeah. And just because you saw them pull on the handle, you thought there were germs on it? Mm-hmm. Judgy. Yeah, I have issues. It's judgy, not judgy. It's not judgy, but then I do things like I don't want to like, you know, wash my boss's coffee mug until I've washed my hands because I don't want my germy hands all over her stuff either. I am an equal opportunity germ uh fearer. 
thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Make sure you're subscribed to The Upside with Callie and Jeff wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. We got through another full day without you mentioning your birthday. I, you know, can we move my birthday? It's on a, first of all, it's close to, we, we discussed this yesterday. Ellie gets year, gets this year, but it's also on a Wednesday. Which is like, meh. Which is kind of like, meh, especially with your schedule. Mm-hmm. Like, even if we wanted to go out to dinner, it would be at 4.15, you know what I'm saying? So early bird special, it's yeah. the best. <laughs> that that would actually be funny is to just go because I have my AARP membership. Do you? Yeah, I got it because the great deals. Oh. So we could probably go to somewhere, Denny's or something, get half price meals with the AARP card before five p.m. Be Ooh, fun. Living on the edge. Yeah. Um, But yeah, and the fact that it's Wednesday. So you know what? I think maybe what I'll do is, can I, can can we just move my birthday to Saturday? Is that allowed? If you want to. Because I, what am I going to do tomorrow? What am I going to do tomorrow? Be loved by your family? Yeah, you guys aren't even going to remember. What do you mean we're not even going to remember? Ellie and I have been planning your birthday for weeks. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, have I ever missed a birthday? If I don't have cute little bunny plates like Ellie did and matching bunny napkins and little tiny bunnies on toothpicks in the top of my cupcake, then I don't want to don't even bother. Well, you were in luck because we happen to have extra. Hi, Callie and Jeff. It's Leanne. So I'm listening to one of last week's episodes where Jeff is talking about kettle, the ending to-do list. I have never laughed so hard. It is hilarious. I've almost spit my coffee out three times. So, Jeff, I just want to say that I really want you to write this book because I want to offer you my services as an editor for grammar and punctuation and all of that fabulousness. I have, I am a freelance editor, and I would love to do this just because I think it would be hilarious. Please, please, please write this book so that I can edit it for you. Y'all have a fabulous day. Bye. There are two people that are incredibly hard to shop for every holiday season. The person who has everything and the person who doesn't like stuff. And I say stuff with air quotes because that's what my dad says. I don't need more stuff, he likes to say. StoryWorth is the best gift option for the hardest person to buy for. Every week, StoryWorth will email your recipient a thought-provoking question of your choice from their vast pool of possible options. Each unique prompt asks questions you may have never thought to ask, like what's the bravest thing you've ever done in your life? Or if you could see into the future, what would you want to find out? After one year, StoryWorth will compile all of your loved one's stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come. This is a gift that I gave to my dad a few years ago, and it's something that not only I'll have forever, but Ellie will too, and that means so much to me. You can also see the answers they send in, so reading the weekly stories helps connect you with your loved ones no matter how near or far apart you are. 
With StoryWorth, I'm giving those I love um, the most thoughtful, personal gift from the heart and preserving their memories and stories for years to come. Go to storyworth.com slash upside and save $10 on your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash upside to save $10 on your first purchase. Hey, Callie and Jeff, it's Mary. And I just wanted to wish Jeff an early happy birthday. I didn't want Ellie to steal all your thunder here. So I hope you have a great birthday week. Love you guys. Jeff, your Marco Polo joke is comedy gold. Like absolute freaking gold. Like coffee out of my nose. (laughs) That was amazing. Keep it up. Hey, guys. I saw recently online, I want to say I'm like a reel of some sort, whether it was Facebook or Instagram, that you can take your child to Build-A-Bear. If you take your child to Build-A-Bear during their birthday month, you pay for the Build-A-Bear the age of your child. So if you take Ellie to Build-A-Bear this month, you would pay just $1 for her Build-A-Bear. And I thought that was awesome and apparently that's something a lot of people don't know. So I thought I would share that. Um, I didn't look into the details of it or anything. I don't know if you have to show, like, proof of their birthday month or how you would do that. But just wanted to throw that out there since this is Ellie's birthday month. Okay, bye, guys. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. It is Kelly. Just wanted to let you know you gave me and my boys a little chuckle headed to school this morning. Jeff, I think you said uh, you can't wait for Ellie's number two because you're going to be planning a blowout. So number two, blowout. You see where my kids are going. Okay. Hope that gave you a little giggle, and uh, y'all have a great day. Life 360. Oh, it's a game changer. That's what my family has. It is a tracking app, and we used it when our boys got old enough to have cell phones. I say family because my sister, my nephew, both my kids, myself, cousins, everybody. And now that my son drives, it's a game changer. It tells me when he picks up his phone, if he picks up his phone, how fast he was going, where he arrived, and how long it took him. Oh, it is amazing. But... It also, in my line of work, if I'm like, hey, I have to go here, I'm walking in now, you'll know where I'm at. If I've been there longer than they think I should be, they can literally see my location at all times. You can keep up with your friends, make sure they're safe. It's amazing. Talk to you guys later. Bye. My two-year-old kind of has RBS. Uh, They call him Grumpy Grant at daycare. He's not (laughs) always grumpy, but... Sometimes his face is just like, hmm, and he does really enjoy talking to people, and he likes waving. Um, There's this lady in our neighborhood that we see every time we take a walk after dinner. She always walks at the same time, and Grant, like, loves her, but she waves him, and he covers up his eyes um, and hides, and then when she's, like, way past us, he turns around and is like, hi, and is, like, waving, and it's so funny. Um, but I think it's hilarious and cute when kids stare and wave, and I just wave back and talk to them in public. So, yeah, I, th- I don't think it's awkward. I think um, I think it's fine. Gratitude shows the universe that you are thankful for what you have been given, even these bad moments in our life where we are sitting in the closet on the floor and we're thinking, why me? 
you will get through that. You have to remember, it's not always going to be that tough. You're just in a tough moment. And when things get a little bit more easier, you'll be able to navigate through it a little bit better.